Okay, and here we are finally after me screwing around for a half hour, wasting Dominic's time. Here we are. So I got Dominic from Lighthouse Hockey. So Dominic is a big Islanders fan and runs, like I said, Lighthouse Hockey. Um, I love that website and what you guys do. And uh, so thanks for coming on. My pleasure. So we were going to get some thoughts. Dominic is a... in St. Louis, so Dominic is a Blues fan too. So we get Dominic's thoughts on the Blues series and also on the Islanders series, and we might do a quick little uh, hit on the rest of the NHL playoffs. So uh, why don't you uh, give our listeners a little bit of background about yourself? Um, yeah, so I grew up a, a strangely kind of two-timing uh, fan of the Blues and Islanders, um, mostly because my dad really liked Al Arbor when he was the, the spectacled captain of the blues and then they, their coach too. And, uh, you know, everybody's dad influences them in sports half the time. So, um, when the blues fired Bowman and then fired Arbor, he was a little bit disenchanted. So when I came along, <laughs> he encouraged me to, uh, check out, uh, Al's new team. And he, being a kid, I just, you know, I followed both teams. They never really competed against each other. So, uh, the sickness set in and, and did not fade away for for life. So anyway, I ended up uh, running an Islanders site in part just to connect more with Islanders fans since I'm you know, far away from the majority of them. And um, uh-huh. uh, here I am. Yeah, that's good. So um, let's go with your thoughts on the Blues series. I am extremely surprised going through a lot of uh, – I guess you call it research or just reading everything I could today about the NHL playoffs. It's pretty much, I would say, 70-30. People are picking the Minnesota Wild to take this series, mostly in six or seven games, which I guess I get, but I guess just I'm trying to be a homer about it. But, I mean, if you look at, like, you're putting your faith in Devin Dubnik, which I still don't get. But, uh, I mean, the guy's been on a roll, but um, he's like 1-3-1 and one over his last five. And you're talking like the look of the Penguins, for example, who have struggled. So, but they have nothing against Dubnik. So I was kind of blown away. I don't know if you saw the um, NHL Network predictions from Jamie McLennan and uh, Kevin Weeks today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great where he said, oh, the Wild are deeper than the Blues. I was like, and I just completely lost all faith in your uh, analysis skills there. Kevin Weeks, Jamie McLennan. But uh, so, what? Do you, let's give me your thoughts on uh, what you think of this Blues matchup, and do you think it's, uh, I guess, the best possible matchup the Blues could have gotten going into the playoffs? Um, you know, I would have. I, I guess for the final day, probably. Um, I was hoping they would get Calgary somehow when when things could have still shaken out that way. Um, yeah, me too. You know, I, I'm not surprised by. Um, differing opinions on this one, but I am surprised that there's the majority uh, picking the wild. Um, I mean, they have a lot of good things going for them while they're like analytic stats and, and, you know, even if you believe Dubnik is, that he did completely, you know, revolutionize his game uh, last summer and with Sean Burke and, and Phoenix and stuff. So, okay. So maybe they have the goaltending and certainly that was their biggest weakness during the season before he came along. But um, I, you know, it, to me, like the Blues fans I've been talking to, the, the rational side and analyzing it said the Blues should be favored. It's just the sort of uh, years of Blues playoff history and, and uh, 
angst, yeah. you know, kind of makes people doubters. But I mean, I agree the wild are deep, but the blues are, are freaking deep. And uh, the wild players who make them deep, uh, two of them happen to be former Islanders and I'm skeptical of, of Anik and, and Niederreiter are, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're just, it, I, I don't believe in them delivering as much as I believe in uh, up and down the blues lineup. I think if the blues are healthy, you know, they've got home ice, they, they should be the favorite here. Yeah, I was, I've said, uh, I said blues in six, because I know there'd be a couple of games where, you know, I think Minnesota's going to take it, especially probably one of the games of three and four. I pretty expect them to take for sure. But um, I'm hoping the blues can definitely take two at home, do a split there, and then take, you know, one of the next three to win it. But uh, yeah, most people are picking the wild in seven, which it just kind of blows me away that they, uh, like you said, the analytics don't, it doesn't really, it supports it part, partially, I guess. But I was looking at the NHL.com analytic breakdown. I don't know if you saw that, where yeah. they're pretty even. A couple times they're even, and they still mm-hmm. gave the edge to the uh, <laughs> wild. But I'm like, but they're both 54.9% shooting or whatever it was. And so right. why did they get the edge? But it is what yeah. it is. So. I feel like Dubnik's um, hot history or whatever you want to call it is recent enough. And uh, some of his issues, mental enough, although all goalies are, have mental issues, yeah. uh, that like if the Blues torched him in one game, you know, that could kind of precipitate the uh, the self-doubt and the, and the shakiness in his game that um, certainly a lot of teams that employed him saw last year. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that nobody would pick up on waivers last year. I mean, you know, so that's the – when NHL Network said he's the next Jonathan Quick, that's when the, my channel yeah, got turned off. Yeah. I was just like, okay, guys, I get it. And I think everybody just likes to pick the uh, upset so they can say, oh, I told you so. Like, right. say, look, I told you so. I think that's part of it, too. Uh, yeah. Just like a lot of people are picking the Jets. I mean, so I know Ducks fans are probably <laughs> pissed because a lot of people are picking the Jets to uh, go yeah. in there and beat them in six or seven games. So, I mean, I get it. So, like, everybody likes an upset or the underdog. So, uh, it is what it is. So, uh, so what, what, what's your prediction? So blues in how many games? Um, you know, I, I do think it'll be a long series. I think blues in six or seven, if it, you know, I, yeah, if I had to pick, I guess I'd say seven, you know, but, uh, yeah, just, be, you know, these series always go six or seven. Games. Yeah. The first round always is like the, uh, I like to think the first round is the uh, best round. Yeah. Like usually. They're in the NHL playoffs just because it's so intense and there's so right. many teams that are still in it and everybody, everybody still has that teams. chance. Yeah. I thought yeah, I thought the best uh prediction was I was listening to I think the Puck podcast today, where they did pick the wild to win, but then he said, Well, if the blues got the first round, I'm picking them to win the cup. <laughs> so it's like I don't really get it. So uh it is yeah. so I, like, I think that is a testament to how how much strong parity there is now too. I mean it's you know you could talk. I, I know I can talk myself into scenarios where like nine or ten of these teams get to the finals. Yeah, I think there's even a clear cut favorite this year for the first time in quite a while, yeah. where you can say like the Rangers might be a closest thing to people saying a, a favorite, but I mean that's not by much though. I mean, mm-hmm. in in the West, I think it was what twelve points or eleven points that separated first from eighth this year. I mean that's. That's normally like first to six or first to fifth sometimes back in, you know, the um, you know, for even a few seasons ago. Now you're talking they're 
was so close and everybody's just, you know, ramped up and a lot of, tra- especially the trade deadline with a couple of teams tanking. So a lot of teams were able to yeah. lose their stock. So it's crazy. So let's get into the uh, Islanders matchup uh, against the Capitals. Kind of not, didn't think this was going to happen. <laughs> but the, the Penguins collapsed through it and help uh, you guys kind of situation, which I really thought uh, you guys had pretty much had the Penguins lined up for, weeks now and then yeah then the last uh, week they slip out and barely make the playoffs and uh, you guys get the capitals who uh kind of had a little resurgence this year under uh you know under uh, what's his name uh Good old trots thank you trots i was gonna say bruce i'll say bruce Boudreau, but that's 100 yeah. percent wrong <laughs> so uh trots uh and Slower his uh, yes <laughs> correct and uh and you know, Holpe has become a much better goalie, more more likely due to the goaltending coach of uh, Mitchell Korn has helped him out tremendously. You can see he's been a completely different goalie this year. Um, yeah. So, and Islanders, I'll be honest, I called it early in the year. I I know you obviously had hopes, um, but uh, on our preseason prediction, I picked them. I've said second, so I didn't finish second. Yeah. So I, I mean, so I. I got it right technically, so I'll take I'll take props for that. But uh, so uh, how about you give me like kind of a synopsis of what you think how the season went for the uh, Islanders? Yeah, um, that's funny you say that. That they finished about where I thought they would. Um, I I kind of said, especially after the Letty and Boychuk trades, I thought like this is a team that should be in contention and maybe get home ice in the playoffs or for the first round. You know, I I didn't figure a division title. I you know, think just, in fact, they played better than I expected for the first 60 games when they were uh, leading the division for a lot of that, even though the, the Rangers had games in hand. So that was kind of a, you know, a little deceptive, but um, yeah, I mean, they're, they've done a lot of good things. They play a, a very consistent style. And I think part of the thing that's hurt them down the stretch is honestly some injuries, which I know that hits everybody, but um just Oposo was out. Uh, Letty had been out in the mid, mid-season. Uh, Mikhail Grabowski's been a, a big um, factor. And so I think that's, you know, they, without all of those injuries kind of hitting in sequence, they probably would have, you know, they, they were, I guess, yeah, they were a shootout away from home ice advantage uh, in the first round on the final day. So, and, and so going into this, yeah, I was expecting the Penguins matchup for, mm-hmm. for several weeks and almost writing it as a given. Uh, but the Islanders and Penguins both squandered that, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so the Capitals are a little scarier. They've been kind of on the uptick lately. Um, like you said, like if, if somebody's – if a goalie's going to steal the series, you know, Holtby's been playing great, whereas Halak is kind of – you know, Blues fans know what you get with him. It's consistency most of the time and then some uh, oopsies other times. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So, but the other the big thing now, like the Capitals, it looks like they're healthy, whereas Islanders have lost Travis Hamannick, uh, which hurts not so much. They've been scratching a defenseman who's almost as good as Hamannick or in some ways better than Calvin DeHaan. Uh, mm-hmm. Frustratingly, they've been doing that in favor of Brian Strait, who's really like their their anchor on D. I mean, he's, you know, they, I know Blues fans, different ones, uh, see Barrett Jackman as a goat or saw Roman Polak as a goat or, you know, other guys. Uh, that doesn't even compare to what Brian Strait is for Islanders fans. Uh, but he had been kind of on their top defensive pair with Hamannick, which is a problem. Um, and, and that wasn't the case for the first part of the season. So 
Um, that's a concern. Uh, but with Hammonick hurt, maybe straight drops down uh, and isn't used as much, which would be nice. Um, Grabowski might be coming back. It, it sounds like he makes them a lot better just uh, for, through their top nine forwards. He's kind of, you know, he's not as good as Steen, but he has that sort of versatility and, and quiet effectiveness uh, for them. So I think the Islanders could still take the series. Uh, the risks are, you know, Holtby standing on his head or the Capitals power play just, you know, setting on fire. But um, it should be closely matched. Like there's, you know, regardless of how they each play down the stretch, I think it'll be a good, close, uh, really nail-biting series. Yeah, that's my series in the uh, East that I'm going to definitely watch and take advantage of my NHL Sunrise package. That uh, Pretty much all the other ones I've kind of have little to no interest, but uh, it seems like that one's probably the most even. I think I definitely see that going seven games. And I really, like you said, the Islanders, uh, unfortunately, injuries, like uh, Hamannick, I know is a pretty big loss on the blue line for you guys, but uh, he said DeHaan can step in and do a good job. Um like I said, Boychuk and Letty have been like a such a shot in the arm. Yeah, for you guys, and that was the same day trade. I think I saw you that day, when I was like, "Yeah, that's wow. true." I was like, "Wow!" So you guys are making some moves today, and it wasn't. I mean, and like I said, uh, you know, Gar Snow takes a lot of crap, but uh, the last two years, man, he's made a lot of good uh, decisions. But their Grabowski and uh, Kuhlman signings, I think, yeah. were a good start, and then the trading for uh, Boychuk and Letty and and Letty started out as kind of like a, not like a no-name prospect per se, but uh, just kind of like a toss-in to that Chicago deal when they went for, uh, God, what was the defensive name? Oh, yeah. Chicago. I can't remember now, but it was kind of a toss Yeah, that's right. So he was, it was kind of a throw-in deal, and Letty started out on like a number seven guy and worked his way up and won for cap problems. He'd probably still be in Chicago, so yeah. you guys are able to exploit that. So and he got a good deal too, so it worked out for him. Him and Boychuk both got really great deals that are gonna anchor that line for years. Like you saw what Boston just they couldn't even recover from uh Boychuk. Even uh Lucic, I don't know if you saw that quote he had where he said that affected him the first half of the year, not having Boychuk there. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's... which uh, which I thought was interesting that he come out and say that. So Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh with the Islanders, I mean everybody's loved him like, you know, in in the locker room and et cetera, all that they've, uh, I think he has, you know, that right kind of mix of leadership and, and, you know, of course he's physical out there. So they, they feel tougher around him, but also he, he seems to keep things loose around the team. So uh, yeah, he's been a good addition in, in multiple ways. And also for your uh, goaltending, you picked up uh, obviously Halak, who the blues fans know very well. And it seems like with him being thrown in as a number one, worked out really well. I thought the signing of Chad Johnson was going to really work out. I really thought that was a good backup plan. And uh, yeah. obviously it didn't go that way. <laughs> so uh, you guys went into uh, Buffalo and got uh, Enroth, correct? Enroth? Neuwirth. Neuwirth, one of the two. Mm-hmm. I know you got Neuwirth. And he's, he was he was a starter in, for Washington. So, yeah. So, I mean, you're looking at two solid uh, goaltending options there too. So I think you guys are built well. And you got John Tavares, I mean. He was, right. you know, he's and that contract that he has. Yeah, you guys lucked out so bad. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous that the production you're getting for uh, what he signed. So uh, you guys are set up for well for a long time. So even if this is the start of like kind of a run, I think that could be a really good thing for the Islanders. So, 
Yeah, and I mean, this year, you know, I look at it like two years ago, they scared the hell out of the Penguins with uh, awful goaltending. And yeah. uh, with, you know, they didn't have Letty or Boychuk. They didn't have Grabowski. Uh, they had Brad Boys instead. Yeah, Brad Boys. Yeah. So, yeah, in, in a lot of ways, they, you know, they should be more dangerous. And they have been more dangerous this year. So it's just, you know, we're down to that that time of year, and they uh, had a bad March um, after a really busy February and March. So, um, you know, some of the shine has kind of come off. But they're they're headed in the right direction for sure. Yeah. So yeah, if, even if this year kind of doesn't work out, like I said, I really they think they're set up well for the next uh, handful of years. Is uh, yeah. You have a uh, Josh Hosang hopefully coming up soon. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I really that was one of the guys where I really hoped he kind of fell to the Blues. Um, right. He he he, he has that David Perron type peskiness. Yeah. And yeah, uh, scoring ability. So it's somebody that I think you guys are gonna. I know Islanders fans probably already love. We know Gar Snow loves them. So right. <laughs> so, but um, I'm gonna get your thoughts really quick on the rest of the series. Um, so obviously we did the Blues on the West. Let's just go through the rest of the uh, Western Conference. How do who do you like for the uh, Nashville Chicago series? Uh, I think uh, Chicago is gonna take that. Um, I haven't believed in Nashville even all, all year long, even though they're in first for a lot. They um, remind me of the Colorado of this year. Yeah. Like eventually yeah. the bubble's going to burst. Right. Type thing. Right. And I'm afraid for them, unfortunately, it's going gonna, it's gonna to burst at the hands of a familiar foe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I see Chicago getting past them. Yeah. So, and, uh, and obviously Patrick Kane's coming back, it looks like. So, made yeah. a miracle recovery. So, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go with the uh, two more in this one, the Ducks and the Jets. Yeah, I, I don't know why anybody – well, it, I think Winnipeg's a good, strong team. Um, but I think Anaheim is better at what Winnipeg does. Uh, so I'm glad those two are facing off. You know, like I, I didn't necessarily want the Jets for the Blues in the first round just because of the fear of, you know, not surviving or fear of losing guys uh, for the mm-hmm. second round. You know, because of how physical those teams are. But uh, so I, I think Anaheim will get past them. Um, and, uh, you know, actually, I was asking myself today, I was like, how much do I believe in Anaheim? Like, they they kind of uh, disappoint each year. But is this the year that they make the right additions? And, you know, I, I see why people are picking them to go to the finals all the way because I think they're, they're loaded and dangerous. And, and Winnipeg should be a pain for them, but but they'll get by them. Yeah, I always said the Ducks, um, it wasn't for the Blues, kind of like stumbling. And the Ducks, if they didn't have that one Stanley Cup, they would be considered like yeah. this, like just like the San Jose Sharks, too, because they just never seem to get over the hump. They get to like, you know, so they didn't have that one cup. And I was like, yeah. well, it is what it is. Right. So uh, the last series, which I think is the probably the has the least attention of all series in the playoffs. Yeah. Vancouver and Calgary. I think anybody in North America could give a crap about the series. Or excuse yeah. me, in America, pretty much. I mean, in Canada, obviously, it's going to be buzzing about this series. But uh, nobody else in, Amer- in uh, America really cares. I know. I know. But I can't wait. I, I don't know why. I can't. I, I love, like, I like a good Western-Canadian uh, battle with, you know, and they've got some playoff history together. So, like, Plus, I love having uh, West Coast games to follow the other games. Uh, so I can't wait. I have no idea who's going to win that because, you know, every time I saw the Flames this year, the Blues were just spanking them. And yeah, a good indicator. 
even after they lost Giordano, I don't, yeah, it's so, yeah, I, I, that should be interesting. I mean, I assume Vancouver should be favored, but I, but honestly, I, I haven't paid much attention to either team. Yeah, they got, uh, the only thing I read today was a uh, lack is going to be uh, in nets. Oh, yeah, for sure. right. That's right. about it. You know, that's the only thing kind of coming out of series. Uh, I, I'm like you, I really don't know who's going to come out of this one. I kind of just want Calgary just because of just, like you said, the underdog thing. That's yeah. just, this is always a fun thing that you cheer for the underdog. Now that line of a uh, Hoodler and Goudreau and uh, Monaghan is just oh, yeah. r- really fun to watch. I watched the uh, Kings where they clinched against the Kings. Oh yeah. That and they were flying around. I mean, they look the exact opposite of what they did against the Blues. The Blues just, I don't know. They just have a really good matchup against them, I guess, because I've watched other games, especially down the stretch with them, and they are flying around, looking really, really good. So uh, that should be it. Should be probably hopefully an entertaining series, but it seems like not many people are looking forward to it compared to other ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go over to the East um, and finish up there. Uh, The other one, which people are sort of picking upsets, was the number the other number one, or at least that's number two seed technically. The Canadians versus the Senators. So obviously everybody is on the uh, loving Andrew Hammond, right? So of course everybody's like between him and Dubnik. I don't know which ones the real people love more. You yeah, know, depending on where you are. So uh, who do you got in this series? Yeah, I'm still torn on that because of uh, with Pacioretty being hurt. Yeah, uh, he's, de- he's definitely not ready. I heard, I read that today. He's out for sure. Yeah. On that one. Yeah, and so I think the Senators are good. I don't think Hammond has been all that essential to their their surge. I mean, I think he's been there, but you know, like it, it's not him stealing games. So if you put up just like the goaltending matchup, I mean, will Carey Price lose four or seven against the Senators? Yeah, that's a tough uh, thing. It's tough to say. It's not to against him. Yeah, I mean, so I, I could just see like if the Canadians just generate no scoring because they're losing, you know, with that, they're out without Pacioretty or or you know he's out even when he comes back if he's not a hundred percent. But I think I still got to go with Montreal. Yeah, Montreal has uh, done really well this year because of the goaltending. Because you look at uh, possession stats and all the yeah. you know, fancy all the fancy stats, they're not that high and they're not that right. good technically. And they've yeah, kind of yeah. they've kind of pulled a Colorado and defied where they should be due to yeah. great attending. So I guess it depending on what price is going to do, because he all but wrapped up the Vesna. So I mean, he's been amazing. I saw them do that against the Islanders several times this season where, you know, the Islanders are outplaying him, but it's Carey Price, you know, <laughs> yeah, you I know. Get, get a few past him early, then, you know, you're playing catch up. Yeah, I know. And it's hard to, once he, once he's kind of locked in, it's hard to start scoring goals on him. So yeah. that should be an interesting series for sure. Uh, another, I think, uh, kind of interesting series, but a lot of people are kind of leaning one way pretty much, is the Tampa Bay and Detroit series. Um, Detroit is going with Peter Morazic in goal, and Jimmy Howard is benched, which is very interesting. So uh, right. what do you think in this one? Uh, I'm going with Tampa, and I'm looking forward to seeing Detroit go down. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> memories are long. And hopefully it'll be via a goaltending controversy because before the Red Wings um, self-anointed themselves as hockey town for some reason, mm-hmm. um, we all remember their you know empty Joe Louis arena and their yearly crucifixion of their goalies from Greg Stefan to Tim Shevelday to... Uh, Tim Shevelday. Yeah, I mean, they, they, you guys weren't that good for you. Yeah. Uh, Steve Eisman, once you got that draft, man, yeah. it took off, but... You guys are pretty awful before then. A lot of people forget that. So, 
Uh, yeah, pretty much it seems like a lot of people lean Tampa Bay's way. I agree. Tampa Bay is yeah. stacked this year. So I, I really expect them to make some noise in this playoffs. I don't know if they go all the way. Like how people pick them to actually win it. But uh, yeah, I expect them to make a little noise in the East. And the easiest yeah. series to pick out of anyone, the Rangers and the Penguins. Right. I picked a sweep for the Rangers. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure the Penguins might get a game. Yeah. But, but, but no. Yeah, exactly. I agree. That, of all the ones, you know, to pick a sweeper or say four or five games, I think that's the one. Yeah, just the Penguins are just stumbling so bad. I mean, they're they're even worse off than uh, the Islanders on injury wise. I mean, Toy and just yeah. Pascal Dupuis has been out for most of the season. Right. I mean, they were dressing five defensemen near the end of the season <laughs> for salary cap reasons. So, right. Uh, they're just awful. So. Yeah, it should be a fun playoff. So, like I said, I hope the Islanders make some noise over there against the Capitals. I think that's going to be a really good series. I'm going to really try to keep a eye on that one. And they start tomorrow. And amazingly, uh, on the USA Network, which I thought was really kind of interesting. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was really interesting that the USA Network is getting back into hockey after 20-something right. years. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, DuckTales or something. Oh, that'd be awesome, actually. <laughs> I would love to see that. Or just after burn, just for our friend Justin, just after burn notice, <laughs> right? So, so anyway, but uh, all right, let's uh, we'll wrap it up here. Um, how about you let our fans know where they could uh, find your work and all your writings about the Islanders? All right, yeah, we're at lighthousehockey.com. Um, we're also on Twitter at lhhockey. Uh, so we we write. Cover all the Islander stuff from the news to the rumors to the poor jokes and, and humor and, and uh, drama that surrounds, you know, New York's second favorite team. Yeah. Um, so and it's good. I actually, <laughs> I just had a bit in the hockey news too, where they asked us to do like rivalry bashing. So I have a little like 250 word missive there, uh, ripping Rangers fans and, and all awesome. miserable existence. So, uh, uh, yeah, lighthousehockey.com. <laughs> awesome. Uh, do you guys? Uh, I'm be curious to see if you guys. I'm kind of really hoping that you. Uh, if the, let's see, if the Rangers do lose for some reason, uh, like for uh, Puck Daddy, I hope that I really hope oh, you yeah. guys write the eulogy for that team. For <laughs> for that right. team. I, I mean, whoever I think it was, I can't remember who did it for the Blues last year. It was one of the Chicago like little papers. I mean, yeah. it was it was brutal, funny, but brutal. Yeah, yeah. So. It's, those are those can be amazing or can be completely out of left field. So yeah, I don't yeah. think we've ever done. I, I wonder if we did the Rangers one year. I'm not sure. I know I haven't personally read that one. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing you guys uh, take that one and run with it. So we'll see what happens. So I would say thanks for coming on, and uh, you know, hopefully Islanders can go uh, make some noise in the playoffs. I know it's going to be a tough run over there in the East, you know, cause you got yeah. kind of middle of the road there where you got the capitals who match up really well with you guys. And then you got uh, Tampa Bay, which I, I fully expect them to win. So I think that's who you guys would get next, wouldn't it? Or no, it'll be the Rangers. Uh, probably the Rangers. Yeah. There's a, a nightmare doomsday scenario that uh, Nassau Coliseum closes with uh, you know, a loss to the Rangers. So, oh. you know, hopefully they, they, they'll uh, overcome that. <laughs> or avoid that. Yeah. And I know. I think I taped it tonight, but I know. Uh, I think the NHL Network do something about uh, yes. the Coliseum tonight. Yeah, so, yeah. it's it's really good. 
it's really yeah. good. Good. I'm going to check that out. So I encourage our fans to check that out as well. Cause that's a, usually when they do documentary stuff on NHL network, they seem to do a really good job. So yeah, I'll give them props yeah. on that. They, yeah, suck they, at, they, they suck at picking playoffs. Right. Make your right. stuff good. But this is, yeah, they hit it out of the park. They really captured what the Coliseum uh, represented, uh, you know, despite all the, the amenities and flaws around it. But sure. Yeah, and then they got Brooklyn next year, which have they figured out the setup yet for that where you have like you actually people that are sitting like somewhat close to the glass at one end maybe? Yeah. Or, yeah. I'll have to look I, at that again. I think we talked about this, right. me and you talked about this, so where they're kind of sitting up higher than they you yep. normally would against the glass or something like that. Yeah, some premium seating down there. Yeah, there's some weird stuff. I think one of the other weird things is that there are a few like triangular sections where people have to turn. You know, a few you know, <laughs> 10 to degrees to watch. That may be the worst thing because those aren't limited view or not priced as limited view, but you're going to have a uh, strange neck or something. But, um, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it is. So, once again, thanks for coming on and uh, good luck to the playoffs, the, the Islanders in the playoffs. So, and thanks. hopefully, we'll have you on again. Hopefully, maybe, uh, maybe after the draft or something like that, we can do something. Yeah, sure. Maybe. All right. Thanks, Dominic. Appreciate it. You bet.